0: This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world, hosted by Christian Blatt. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. Welcome to our annual Blattcast Oscar post show. And uh, some years, uh, it's a bit of a struggle to figure out what to talk about. Uh, Not so much this year, and it's, of course, never a struggle to talk to our annual guest, Christian Toto, who uh, we just had on a few weeks ago to talk about his great book, Virtue Bombs, so you can find his
1: book and find that episode. But Christian, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. I'm at a new undisclosed location, so if there are tech glitches or a, a cat who seems to be meandering around this place, That is the explanation. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's
0: that's a cat who had money on Dune winning Best Picture, if I had to guess, (laughs) and uh, didn't uh, didn't see it coming. In any case, uh, obviously, we're going to talk about what people are most reacting to. People who weren't watching the Oscars uh, have all had plenty of opportunity to weigh in on Will Smith and Chris Rock. And, of course, we'll talk about it uh, also a little bit later. The uh, my friend comedian Tom Kelly will join us, but uh, Christian and I are going to talk a little bit about the show. I always like to start talking about the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, what of these movies had you seen that you enjoyed? You didn't even have to necessarily love them. Uh were there any that you loved and uh, were there any that you just hated?
1: You know, I feel like lately, last few years, I don't love, love the Oscar nominees and I'm not there's no reason behind it. I just, I don't have a passion for them. Sure. I think the one that I felt the closest to was King Richard. I thought that was populous in the best sense of the word. Uh, I thought it was beautifully told, great performances. I, and so I, th- I thought that, that checked a lot of boxes for me. And, you know, other films are good. I thought Belfast was solid quality. Yeah. I did think it was great. Nightmare Alley, I thought, I thought Bradley Cooper was so miscast. He should have been younger. You know, he's a great <laughs> actor, but it, it seems like a young man's evolution and growth. And you had a guy in his mid forties going through the motions. So I did, that was a little yeah. weird. And the but one three that, th- that you
0: mentioned, by the way, they all feel like kind of, what big Oscar movies used to be? You know, all of them. None of them are anything out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not not Avatar getting nominations. You know, it's right, not right. it's not a genre movie. Uh, and I'm sorry, what were you about to say?
1: Uh, so i My confession, right at the front. I have yet to see Coda. Uh, yeah. I did not get a screener. I don't have Apple TV Plus or whatever the uh, <laughs> whatever the name of it is. I've I like I got yelled at by their people one time, and they said you didn't put the plus in. Like, wait, there's a plus? Yeah, because oh, no, Apple, Apple TV is the device. And there's uh, is, is plus and believe me, it's confusing. Um, it is confusing. And also yeah. given how little content there is on Apple TV plus, I know they're cranking stuff out a lot. I, you know, kudos to them, but they don't seem to have a big a significant base like Netflix no. or Amazon prime. Or yeah. Hulu. No, I
0: subscribe to Apple TV plus if that is indeed its name. When, <laughs> uh, when Ted Lasso has new episodes. So when right, that comes right. back, like in the summer, I'll catch up on everything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, uh, I know, and we could really go down a rabbit hole on here, but uh, it I, I was relieved to see it didn't win because I know you also didn't like licorice
1: pizza. Uh, I just don't understand the, yeah. the hubbub. I I, I'm, I'm I, I get the director behind it. I know he's very good, Paul Thomas Anderson. Sure. I, I, there's, but I feel like in Hollywood, there's a bit of a director cult status. And even some critics are just so beholden to certain directors that even on their subpar work or less than excellent work, they rally behind them, and maybe that's unfair of me, but I'm just saying it. I just didn't think that was a, a quality movie. It didn't grab me, and and I do have a weird thing about it's a 15 year old dude romancing a 25 year old woman. Yeah, I, it seemed like such an avoidable error, and a necessary error. And then it, I guess it doesn't you're... really impact the story
0: in any way. You know, it if doesn't. both 15, they're both 15, they're 25. It's really the same
1: story. It's the same story. She's yeah. a bit more evolved. He's sort of, uh, you know. Uh, an up-and-comer. He he's aggressive. He's got charisma. You know, she's intriguing. She's thoughtful. She's got an open mind. There's lots of things you can work with there that that you can see on the screen. But the age gap just seemed. I didn't understand the yeah game. yeah.
0: So uh, you know, I I didn't understand that one. And I get myself excited when a movie like that is going to come out. Like I had expectations because I've liked some of his other work. Yeah, me too. And- and then you see it and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, uh, and I think, you know, Coda wins Best Picture. And I think a lot of times it seems like the Best Picture isn't a movie that a lot of people have seen. But uh, having not seen the movie either, I, I you know, <laughs> I know neither of us saw Best Picture. But if that was the one that my wife was talking about before the Oscars was like, yeah, I really want to see that. I'm like, yeah, uh, uh, we do want to see
1: it as soon as, I, we, as soon as we I can figure out it. how. I have a friend who used to work in the industry. Now he's an independent filmmaker yeah. and he's pretty crusty when it comes to films. And he texted me after he saw Coda and said, you need to watch this. It's really wonderful. So Great. that was my little, my little uh, sign that this is maybe a special film. And listen, you, you could say, Oh, it's virtue signaling. It's, it's, it's about the deaf community that they, they don't get represented on screen very often. All true. All true but I do get the sense this is a really high quality film. So good, good for the team behind it.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, of course uh, anybody who had a good night uh, found it overshadowed, uh, you know, yeah. and Dune was clearly that movie. They're like, yeah, we're impressed. But I mean, it's not best picture, you know, and yes. it wasn't even going to be best adapted because you didn't successfully adapt the book. You adapted half of the book. <laughs> That's right. You know?
1: So um, is there an award for that best half adaption?
0: <laughs> yeah, there, there really should be. Uh, in the chat, Dominicus Saxon. When I was fifteen, I had a twenty-five-year-old teacher. If only. Uh, our, our pal Dennis Miller used to have a joke uh, when, when I was in high school My teachers wouldn't even let me bang the erasers uh, So uh, she didn't become the future Mrs. Saxon uh, Lucky dog uh, I think people are misinterpreting what, uh, what actually happened to our pal Dominica Saxon uh, Scott Miller I, I don't disagree with this point I want my movies to entertain not preach I think there's a fine line I think that a movie can have a message But when oh, yeah. it, you feel like you're being preached to then it's like, okay, I'm not having fun anymore. You know, uh, I love movies to be fun, but I will not sit here and say that Schindler's List isn't an, an amazing film. It just, mm-hmm. It's not fun, you know? And movies that I don't think are going to be fun, I don't usually gravitate towards, and I certainly don't watch them and re-watch mm-hmm. them. But uh, I, can, uh, I, I can understand sort of
1: that feeling, you know? And, and, and by the th- way, I think I would say that the Oscar event was preachy and yet you yeah. would say it was diverse. So I think that it's wonderful that there are diverse films and yeah. diverse talents and diverse people winning awards. That's great, I've never have an issue with that. But when they're reminding you every five minutes that they're diverse and it's diversity, then it gets a little preachy. That's where that's where
0: Yeah. And uh, uh, Sam Whitfield in the chat is absolutely right. Uh, uh, Coda is actually a remake of uh, I guess it's a French film. Yeah. And that that was adapted and it won for that. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's talk a little bit about the broadcast itself, because Mm -hmm. a lot of years it's a bit of a chore and. The, uh, the recent decision to not have hosts. I I think you and I have talked about it in each of those years that it's missing something. Mm. And I don't think that these three hosts were great when they were on the stage together. I did think, uh, Amy Schumer, I found particularly funny, uh, when it was just her. I also think that each of them, when they were by themselves were better. It was Mm. awkward to have them out there, but I don't. I don't think all of it was great, but I do think that the takeaway should be: yeah, it works if you have somebody sort of steering the event. Um, I thought that uh, the jokes that fell the flattest were the ones that they probably thought were going to land, like the uh, the shredded voting certificate or uh, voting registration form. You know, you could just tell they're like, "Oh, this is going to kill," and even that room was like, "Okay, yeah." <laughs> so I was just like, "Well, that was kind of funny," and I agreed with something you tweeted. When Amy Schumer was talking about how much Leo does for climate change, I'm like, oh my God, is she going to talk about how he takes a private plane? And then it was just like, uh, and look, it's not a terrible joke. The one she used is, uh, you know, saving the environment for his girlfriends. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's an okay joke, but I really thought she was going to say that. And I'm like, all right, that's going to be fun. And uh, Leo wasn't there, so she wouldn't have gotten slapped. But (laughs) uh, yeah, so, you know, there, there were moments where I thought we might get something. Um where where do you feel like it was was it uh was it overly preachy you know for me there was like a mitch mcconnell joke that you were like oh that was like a trump joke but they yeah. felt like they couldn't do trump jokes anymore <laughs> you know and it was just like i mean it, it just you know it just didn't work even in that room where you know uh, no most people in that room aren't going to be a fan of mitch mcconnell or donald trump but the joke is still just you know so what did you what did you think how am i am i missing was it just as preachy as years past and and uh, i was just happy that there was a host
1: well, I, I mean, I think the preaching is, comes in where every third winner mentions diversity, sure. uh, empowerment. And I think so that's not the show's fault. It's just, you know, the people accepting the awards decide to go in that direction. But I also think it's sort of a it's a fast moving train. Once you once you go down there and, you, you know, it's going to be woke and it's going to talk about diversity. And then everyone kind of jumps on. It, it's not a good show. Um I don't think I was as, as aggressively bored as I was in the past. That's that's my yeah. rave for the poster for well, next year. Long before Chris Rock came out,
0: I was just thinking this isn't as bad as years past. There, I mean, I think
1: last year and or the year before I was just stunned at how bad it was. Yeah, and I didn't get that here. But I also think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of aware of the fact that there it's the three hour rule. They got to get under three hours, got to get under. We're going to insult, you know, the craftspeople in, in our industry because we've got to get under three hours And then you see Amy Schumer floating in the air as Spider-Man in a weak bit. That would have been okay and cutesy if you weren't desperately trying to get this show under three hours long. And when you are, you're thinking, well, that one that I think you could have snipped that. And I think you could have snipped Wanda Sykes doing a bad tour of a museum that, you know, again, a museum tour on screen, not exactly a winner. And then her jokes were just so lame and so predictable, you know, a Sykes is better than that, but you know they, yeah. it's. They, that, here's the thing about the woke that just drives me nuts: is that when you're woke and you want to be woke and you want to express it, the funny doesn't come first; the woke comes first. So the so the the joke has to be kind of crafted around the how is this empowering? How does this signify that women aren't fully equal in our society? So it, it, the 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 funny takes the back seat, and it's just not that funny as a result. And that's what you see again and again throughout the show.
0: Yeah, I thought that the Wanda Sykes tour of the Oscars Museum would have been great to show a couple seconds of, and say, yeah. "Go to Oscars.com for this." Yeah, yeah. And I actually would have probably watched it because I'm, I, I, you know, I live in Los Angeles or <laughs> I live near Los Angeles, uh, and I, I am interested in that. I mean, I love movies, and I've heard people who have been to that, and and you know, it's like when you get to see things like the actual ruby slippers and like the first R two D two, and you know, yeah. some of the stuff that you know is there. I love that. I mean, if few few years ago in new york there was this jim henson exhibit my wife and i went to and there was so much sesame street stuff we were there for hours just because mm-hmm. i wanted to see everything you know so i think that yeah some of that stuff would have been best served on there and yeah when you're really clipping some of the uh, awards for people who you know have had these tremendous achievements to have some of these bits i mm-hmm. I, I agree with you that uh uh, you know, just completely unnecessary. I think don't be afraid to go 305, 310. But this was was this like 340 it was uh, a three, eight, at least
1: 335.
0: Yeah. And and, you know, look, a little bit of the, a little bit of that out of their control. But uh, mm-hmm. by that point, like the the. The bumper where they came back and they said our exciting third hour. I'm like, <laughs> uh-oh, that's at two thirty. They said that two hours and thirty minutes. And I watched the whole thing on YouTube TV after, and uh, <laughs> I managed to not have anything spoiled for me, so I didn't even uh, know that uh, the slap was coming, any of that stuff. But uh, and it still took forever. I mean, fast forward through, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, 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 the musical performances, let's start there because that's how they started the show. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was fitting that Beyonce was performing surrounded by green screen because even her vocals were so clearly artificial. (laughs) Like, let's not have anything be genuine here. And I look, it's a huge star. I understand. She's, certain i understand how big beyonce is that is it's it's a smart programming move to start with that
1: but i was just like
0: if i wasn't watching this with my wife i would have fast forwarded through it you know it was that kind of feeling
1: it's you know she's i I don't enjoy her music it's just not my type of music yeah like you said she's a superstar i thought the green was actually beautiful and stunning and unique Mm
0: -hmm. and again i
1: thought okay they're not it's it's they're focusing on entertainment it's a song that's clearly tied to the movie it talks about it really ties into the theme of the movie that these two young girls through their power and tenacity and strength and hustle made it to where they were so i it seemed perfectly fine i had no problem with it even though it's not my cup of tea yeah go for it that's fine big star it it, it made all the sense to me and and i don't mind that as a star to the show
0: yeah, and I was glad that it wasn't just me who did not realize that I was supposed to know Megan the Stallion during the Encanto performance. My wife didn't even know who she was. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, and I only know later from Twitter. I, I, like, I was watching it, and I'm like, I don't know who this is. And I'm like, <laughs> clearly, if there's a rap in the middle of... a a disney song there's a reason that this person is here uh i I don't know i mean i think from a staging standpoint it was kind of cool having people around the song is whatever for me Mm -hmm. but i i I like some of that stuff you know trying to like let's visually try to do something interesting so to me it's a lot of like well not an a for effort but like you know a b minus for effort on some of the things that they tried because they know what a snore the show has been
1: in recent years, you know? I mean, so, I was even intrigued by the the bright yellow uh, instruments they were playing. I thought that yeah. was, even that was kind of interesting and beautifully handled. I, I, maybe I'm skipping ahead in a way, but this is just an observation. I really want, I think it's a, it, not important, but nothing we're talking well, about is important. As, it, it, you know, germane to the conversation, if you will. That's, yes. that's far better. It's almost like the Oscars don't trust movie stars. I mean, when you have- <laughs> Well, Katie, clearly they shouldn't. <laughs> Well, and maybe you're right. Yeah, that was the <laughs> smartest move. But in theory, you go to the Oscars, you want to see movie stars. You want sure. to see Maharshala Ali. You want to see Angelina Jolie. You want to see Brad Pitt. And they gave us like Tony Hawk and P Diddy, and and many faces I didn't recognize. Like I I cover this junk for a living, and maybe they're newer actresses and that's for actors. And that's fine. I mean, you want to kind of mix things up, but where where are the stars where are the big stars and like even when kevin costner and i thought he was just brilliant in his in, in his presentation that's yeah i thought story. i
0: thought the sentiment to that was great oh that's what the whole like,
1: yeah that's what the whole show should be about about a great, yeah a, a personal poignant look at movies how they touch him and how they touch us that is your oscar commercial that's your oscar presentation Home run, and they don't seem to even realize that. That you
0: know, no, and uh, some people are being critical of the uh, the in memoriam segment. I like parts of it. I think uh, Jamie Lee Curtis talking about Betty White didn't really work, but I thought that the no. first two it was nice to talk yeah, about Sydney Poitier yeah. and uh, Ivan Reitman. I found both of those. I'm like, you know what, that's kind of a nice touch. I agree. And, you know, then they left people like Bob Sagan and Louis Anderson out of there, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like Louis Anderson was in, in Coming to America. I mean, that's enough right there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. uh I don't know. Hey, Peter Bob, was
1: in head, and I didn't yeah, see his Hey, head.
0: that's a great point. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I got,
0: but I but monkeys. have any of the monkeys ever been mentioned in memory? Probably David Jones did, if I had to guess. You know, I, I it's, know It's a good uh,
1: question. You know, actually. I went to Peter Tork, but I was really thinking Mike Nesmith because he was oh, yeah. as well and right. he just died recently. I, listen, they never get the in memoriam right. They always leave out certain people that'll never make everyone happy. But I did think like having Bill Murray speak eloquently about Ivan Reitman, even though it was very brief, I thought that that yeah. really registered. I, so. I,
0: I think they should try that again. You know, yeah, like the ne- next year they should learn and be like, yeah, there's there's some good takeaways from this. Try and make. You know, musical performances, visually interesting Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, some of that, you know, and, you know, the hosting, you know, we're uh, I think we're in agreement that having hosts is a good idea. I I didn't love all the material, but there was only a little bit too much of them. You know, I think that the the Spider-Man bit. Uh, what, what, and what was, it was Tammy Faye and then, uh, uh, King Richard. What, Richard Williams. Yeah. 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 So, you know, just getting them in costumes, uh, you know, cute. Get, yeah, but again, you know, d- didn't need that at that point in the show in any case, but it did set up Amy Schumer for one of the better lines of, you know, I was getting out of that Spider-Man costume. What did I miss? You know, because <laughs> somebody gave her a fist bump because there, you, you could uh, tell there was a weird feeling in that room from that point onward, you know?
1: That's why you need a host. And that's yeah. why you need a comedian with skills and experience ad living as a host for that moment. At the end of the day, this is a live presentation and anything can go in a live presentation, which we yeah. learned the hard way. And to have a comedian like that, who can roll with the punches, who can read a room, that was a perfect line from her. Perfect. And it was so funny because she did that. I think she went to the seed filler shtick, which yeah. was minimally funny. And, and Jesse <laughs> is like either, either was doing a, a Will Smith and acting like he was angry or I, was legitimately angry. I, I felt like he was acting, but I'm like, if
0: they didn't tell him beforehand, they were going to do that. I mean, uh, uh, you know, Kirsten Dunst, I feel like they would have played along if they went to them. I, I, I can't tell one way or the other, but yeah. if you didn't go to them beforehand, then it's like, well, then why did you pick them? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So maybe maybe they, maybe they were going to do it to Will and Jada, and then they had to adjust. And they're like, "Well, can't do that now." <laughs> you know, <laughs> they are not going to call Jada a seat filler. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, may, may you bald seat filler. Yeah. One here. of the one of the other bits that I, I didn't find bad in the moment was the the uh, Regina King calling people up on stage for COVID testing. Uh, some people have made the point about then frisking. Uh, Jason oh Momoa gosh. and Josh Brolin. The and yeah, because the obvious thing is there, a male host wouldn't have been able to do that to females presenting. Uh, pre, my impression is that they both knew that she was going to do that. I don't think that was a surprise at all. So that was, you know, they they at least signed off on it to being yeah. to, to be good sports. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: but, but, but they know it, it's going to involve a cavity check. That was a pretty. Yeah, scary I investigation. Know.
0: Uh the the idea was kind of funny, you know. Uh yeah. and uh you know uh. That that was the early indication that that Will wasn't Will Smith wasn't there to have fun because she called him up and he was just shaking his head. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You know that (laughs) we should have known there was trouble at that point. But what did you think about? I mean, that is the obvious comparison, like a a male host could never do
1: anything like that. You know, I you know, I agree. It's I think it's worthwhile pointing out. At the end of the day, I don't care. I think yeah, you can have good-looking dudes who come up on stage, and the joke is that she's flirting with them. I think that's harmless. I just thought that the bit went on way too long. Like it was a cute idea, and then like it was like an SNL skit. Like, oh, I get it. It's funny, and they're going to keep doing it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, again, don't,
0: don't make a don't make a ninety-minute movie out of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. less is more. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, what did you think of uh, some of the reunions? I think the idea of white man can't jump and the idea of Pulp Fiction it's kind of fun. Uh, both of them fell a little flat And I, I, I don't I don't know at what point Wesley Snipes turned into Pearl Bailey But uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was a, it was a joke for Dennis and I know he's not watching But uh, you know <laughs> it, it was just to see him I'm like what? What happened to him? I mean I know he did some time But well, what did uh, you think of those You know those sort of those gimmicks uh, You know as a movie fan I think it's fun when they come out And then you actually watch them do the bit And you're like okay well that's less fun
1: a couple thoughts. One is, I didn't know we were celebrating 28th anniversary. <laughs> it's a great. <laughs> one. I, I thought it was even yeah. numbers, maybe on the fives. So yeah, I on the quite... the fi- fives or zeros is always okay. You know, you want to do 35, you want to do four, it's fine. Right. But yeah, um, Pulp Fiction is a great movie, so I get it. Wh- white men can't can't jump. Is that was, <laughs> that was what, a, a surprise? Do we all remember <laughs> where we were when we first saw it? And then I thought, okay, <laughs> you're going to get Wesley and Rosie and Woody. And then give him terrible dialogue to say, It was which is bad. just frustrating. Yeah. And then I think, I think at the end, Woody started ad-libbing and he was liter- literally funny. I'm like, okay, that's good. Let's do that. Yeah,
0: no, that, you know what? You're right. Because he said, I, I shouldn't have done that bong rip in the car. And, yeah. Uh, and, then, and then Wesley says that I was in there with you or whatever. And then <laughs> Rosie says, I, I wish you guys had shared or whatever she said. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. I think that was a more natural moment. And uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> you should have a little bit of faith,
1: uh, although we're saying that you can't trust the movie stars. So one way or the other is the right approach. That's you know? right. But, we're the hypocrites now. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, the, the, the Pulp Fiction and um, John Travolta can dance. If, if you need to rewatch Saturday Night Fever, yeah. go do it. Because it. I know it's technically of its era. It hasn't aged a second. It's a breathtaking movie. And so he gets up there and he starts doing the dance and the camera's immediately look away to random shots of people in the crowd who are not very expressive. I'm thinking, okay, I'm not a director by trade, but by golly, I know to put the camera on John Travolta and or hope that Uma gets into it as well. What were they thinking? It was like, I felt like hours were passing when they were not showing John Travolta doing the dance that you want to see about the movie. So
0: yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amateur hour.
0: And and then something like i don't know i mean it, there must be i don't know the the broccoli family must have pulled because like 60 years of james bond i'm like have any of those movies uh, any of the what 25 26 movies did any of them win an oscar you know <laughs> for anything <laughs> and i was just like that that was one of those i'm like you're taking up a lot of time you know uh, to, i agree for, for but james I bond it,
1: package. it was more fun it was well yeah. edited and also i think the uh The Paul McCartney song "Live and Let Die" was the perfect song. There have been a lot of great Bond songs, but you needed something high energy, iconic that just fit the mood. And that way, so I was okay with that. Again, I get it; it's a long show, you don't need it. But at least that one delivered. I thought. No, I did. I did enjoy
0: the the clips package. It was just, you know, I I, I'm just going through my notes, and I remember even in the moment, I was thinking Mm -hmm. like, is do we need to take time for this? (laughs) You know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Meanwhile, I think,
1: Amy hoist, Amy Schumer is being hoisted up as, as we're thinking that watching the show.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, I thought, uh, I, I was reminded, uh, when the Korean actress, uh, who won for, uh, I believe that movie was called Minori last year, uh, mm-hmm. that, that movie was okay, but I really liked her in it. I remember that. And I was like, I hadn't thought about her since last mm-hmm. year. And, uh i think that the uh, the actor from coda who won and you know uh, signed and all that i thought that was great you know i like seeing stuff like that uh and uh oh yeah i was surprised at this how had kenneth brana never won an oscar for anything before like anything that he had done like this was the first win that he got so i was like good for him that he finally (laughs) won one you know what i mean yeah um but uh yeah and i think that uh You know, I I, I, obviously I want to give us enough time to talk about the other thing, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to skip anything, you know? <laughs> oh, I did notice that, uh, Jane Campion, uh, sure came, uh, armed with a piece of paper this time after. oh, I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah. I noticed
1: that too. <laughs>
0: yeah. I thought that was, uh, you know, and look, I get it. I, I, I and I talked about this on one of my other shows is that I think, uh, she meant well and she was speaking off the cuff and, uh, you know, ended up offending people that she had no intention of doing. And so yeah. now she's like, yeah, I'm just here for that. Um, had you seen that movie? Had you seen, uh, Power of the dog,
1: the power of the dog, yeah. Yeah, you know, I thought it was pokey and pacing, okay, but I liked it and I thought the ending was excellent, so okay. I I enjoyed it. Um I, I joked on Twitter that I think Sam Elliott was the big winner because he blocked <laughs> yeah. the Power of the Dog from getting best picture, but uh, yeah, <laughs> he made some but, calls. You know, we're joking about gene camping and, and taking out a literal piece of paper to read. But isn't that just a sad state of affairs that the actors and talent are so afraid of saying the wrong thing that they have to bring out their their cliff notes? Because, you know, the off-the-cuff stuff, maybe it's a little rambly. Maybe it's a little bit uh, – maybe, it maybe it's a bleep it out or something. But yeah. that's kind of the magic of a live presentation, of an emotional presentation. You want them to have those moments of, oh, my gosh, I am i can't stop crying. I'm so excited. I, I, I'm sure I forgot someone. Like that's the – the real electric nature of the show, I, I would think, and I think you know, it, and other people didn't have notes, but she did, and I just thought that's kind of lousy, you know.
0: Yeah. I, I, I'm. Are, are we going to get to a point where all the nominees uh, pre-record an acceptance speech yeah. because you know, and then their publicists are going to go through it and like, Mm-mm, nope, we got to we got to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, I and I thought that uh, you know sometimes. When, when you bring out a legend, uh, you might want to let them talk. Uh, I, I Seeing Coppola and De Niro and Pacino, like, that's fun. But it's like, it could have just been Coppola. I mean, why why did it matter? You know what? Well, I, I, I don't think – De Niro doesn't live out here, and I assume Pacino might. But, uh, you know, like, they they literally didn't say anything about Godfather.
1: Well, here's the thing I didn't realize until this morning, I think. De Niro wasn't in the Godfather. He was in part two. Part two. That's a great point. That's an excellent point that he's not in
0: the first one. I didn't actually think of that until you just said it. I didn't either. I didn't either. And, uh, (laughs) you know, it's it's nice that he thanked Robert Evans uh, because uh, of how much those two hated each other. Uh, Mm. And I know there's a book that uh, some people have read that's out there now, and there's going to be a dramatization uh, for a paramount plus because every channel has to have a plus at the end as Uh we've established earlier. Uh, so they're going to do that. Um, the, the Liza Minnelli thing just made me sad is, is where I was going with this. I I think it's sweet that she came out and I think that Lady Gaga was just wonderful with her. You know, she said, you know, I got you. And, uh, Liza said, I know like it was very sweet, but I, I, I think that, uh,
1: it, it just made me sad. and and uh, I, I feel like that's really all I can say. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had the same emotion. My only thought is, ultimately I want th- I want I want to know, did Liza enjoy it? Was it fun to her for her to be back on a sure. stage for having someone like Lady Gaga, a contemporary, you know, today, you know, treating her like a legend and she is. So if she had a good time, then then what you and I felt about the awkwardness and and her frail health, ultimately doesn't matter. That just, that was my takeaway. So I that's hope a great, now. that's a great way to look at it.
0: Yeah. If, if she woke up this morning and was like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Then yeah, then yeah. yeah it doesn't matter how yeah. any of us feel. Yeah. Cause there was like a, maybe it was an, it was an Emmys a few years ago, like Betty white kind, kind of, of went wrong. off a little bit, you know, and it was a little rambling as I remember. Uh-huh. And uh, but it was, it was kind of the same thing where you're like, you hope that uh, uh,
1: she, enjoyed it basically yeah i um, interviewed liza minnelli probably 20 years ago wow and it was very cool and she was great and she was funny and she was sweet and she's all the things you want in a in a big star and she was yeah. but she struck me as very needy like she was like saying oh you, you must come backstage on the show and stuff and like it was just you think someone with her accomplishments would be like you know like would be pleasant with me i'm, an in- yeah. I'm just a journalist but yeah. i just got the sense that she was just vulnerable It was, it was just, I don't know. It's, it stuck with me all these years.
0: Did you spend much time talking about Arthur two on the rocks or. It was the whole conversation. It's good. (laughs) Well,
1: we'll I know it by heart. So we would act out the scene.
0: Oh, you know, no you're, money's you're, still funny. <laughs> it's so easy to do a show about great movies, you know, with sequels where you're like, "What? yeah, Caddyshark 2, you know, I mean, just where you're like, what? <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it is it is a good point. And there were people that I was legitimately happy for. I'm I'm intrigued by this uh, drive my car movie that I literally didn't know anything about until mm-hmm. last night. I hadn't I was like, wait, it's nominated for Best Picture 2, uh, you know, so. Uh, as soon as I can figure out how I could watch that, I would mm. uh, <laughs> check that one out. Um, but uh, coda is, is definitely one that I, I was feeling beforehand that I want right. to see you know that' the biggest slump I think you know because yeah. no
1: one really knew about it. So. Yeah sometimes
0: the Oscar win I'm like, oh now I feel like I have to see this movie I didn't want to see And this is not that case, <laughs> you know um, So uh, as we transition into this, it's a great time for this comment from Jason Blair in the chat. So he's just logging in now. I'm sure you've already talked about it. We have not. We saved it for you, Jason. (laughs) Uh, That slap was obviously fake. I think Will Smith decided to keep the bit going by yelling out the comment afterward. And instead, it just made it awkward. Uh, I have seen that floated around by a lot of people. And I don't think there's any way that any part of that was pre-planned or staged. No one behaves the way they would if it was a bit. Uh, Chris Rock certainly would have a he was clearly stunned and didn't know what to do. And he just yep. went back to it. He would have had there would have been a line, you know, if he got slapped, he would have been like, I can you know this. This feels like uh, Fresh Prince syndication money or, you know, something <laughs> about <laughs> a joke about how he'd sue him or, you know, whatever. Um, before we even go more into it, what do you think about this theory that's out there that uh, this this was faked?
1: I understand it the way I saw it live it was it was it could have easily been faked because it was he was positioned in a way that it looked real but you could tell he could have been standing further back and this is Hollywood and this this is something that they might do yeah um, so I, I understand all that also I think that will Smith it some part of his brain was thinking I can't cold cock him and I can't yeah. give him my full fist or, or slap. So I think he's been in enough action movies, and he's he's done you know work with stunt coordinators and fight choreographers where he knew yeah. he could hit him in a way that was not going to be ending the show and not really hurt Chris Rock, but yeah. would send the message that you don't tell that joke. That's yeah, that's my kind of yeah. I mean, right. he
0: played Muhammad Ali. He can definitely do a fake uh, a fake yeah. punch, you know, even though that was twenty plus years ago. Yeah. So uh, I think he was. Uh, you know, I think that uh, Will Smith is one of the most famous people uh, in the world mm. and his family has made the decision to let people into their home because and, and into their private lives because of a deal they made with Facebook or I guess it's meta now. And that show that Jada does and the things that she talks about and for Chris Rock to make a comment about her appearance and not their private life, I think showed some restraint. It you mm-hmm. know, that's what, and, and, oh yeah. And you can see the uncensored clip it's circling around from the Japanese broadcast or the Australian broadcast. None of it is censored. Yeah. So you can see the actual interaction. Uh, and I think that if it's a bit, the, there wouldn't be that much swearing in it. You know what I mean? I, or, I, I, think,
1: listen, I mean, Chris Rock wouldn't have behaved the way he did. There was an yeah. obvious hall in the in the auditorium amy schumer mentioned it yeah. uh did it, it, it just none of it makes sense as being fake
0: yeah and 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 it's interesting because uh you watch the clip again i i know i did mm. uh will is laughing at first the gi jane joke and then he realizes that jada doesn't think it's funny and he's like okay now i gotta do something because he's you know there was the the very the very minor comment about like, Will, why don't you come up here when she, uh, Mm -hmm. Regina was doing the COVID test and he was like, no, I'm not coming up for that. You know, so uh, there's a lot of people saying a lot of things about Will Smith and things that I hear about Will Smith that uh, I I hear from all sorts of people, uh, I felt like he was overcompensating. He was like, oh, Jade is going to be pissed if I don't do something. Mm -hmm. I think you stand up for your wife. I, I don't think reacting in a way is bad. Uh, you know, a lot of people are like, "Well, she has alopecia," so he's talking about her hair loss. Okay, that I'm gonna just assume Chris Rock didn't
1: know that. You know, I would assume so too.
0: Yeah, because you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't see why you would do that if you you knew. So yeah, this wasn't a, this wasn't the roast of Will Smith, which, mm-hmm. uh, I think we, <laughs> we can be sure we would never see happen. Um, the, uh, you know, and, uh, I think that you, you can yell at him. You could even get up on the stage and say something, but to hit him is to me. And, and yeah, it, it, it's, it's a slap. You're right. I think he might've gone up there in the intention I'm going to punch this guy. And then he's mm-hmm. like, I can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to, leave your seat and interact with a performer on the stage is in that room more than any other room, people should know that you don't do that. And if you, if you feel like you need to stand up for your family, you can yell at him during it, or you can just give him some eyes and he's going to know that you're going to find him backstage. You know, that that's fine too. I am not criticizing Will Smith for being protective of Mm -hmm. what people say about his wife, but for, Taking it to the stage stage and being violent, I was just like, "You you can't do that." Also, you can't let him stay there. You, someone has to. I don't care that he's the only movie star in the room, really, of his caliber. You know, Jack's Uh, not there. Jack doesn't come anymore. Yeah, you know, Jack's walking, watching the Lakers. You know, I mean, he's got nothing else to do. Hmm. But. He's got other stuff. He's got better stuff to do, but uh, you can't let him sit there because that sends the message that it's okay for someone in the audience to do that to someone on the stage that they disagree with. And I think that that, and I think it would have been a more fitting moment for him to win. And then they say, but obviously Will is not here to accept his award. So, you know, to take that moment from him, I think, that would have been the, you know, and and then, you know, maybe will would have been like, yeah, that's, that was worth it to not get to give my speech because uh, I was there. Uh, So before we talk about Will's speech though, what did you think about sort of the, the, the way it was handled and the fact that he was there laughing at Pete Diddy like five minutes later,
1: this is not my original thought, but someone kind of connected the fact that when you're rich and powerful in Hollywood, you get away with stuff and look at Harvey Weinstein. I know it's apples and oranges for sure. The ultimate apples and oranges, but you get the sense that no one would have the temerity to say, Mr. Smith, we need you to step out right now. That was wildly unprofessional. And we can't have that in our auditorium. That would never happen because he's Will Smith. Yeah. Um, So there's that. I have to say, I'm still, this sounds lame and, and, I'm still processing it. Like I can't believe it happened. I just yeah. Can't I'm, no, I'm believe. with you on
0: that. Sure, yeah. And then
1: I heard some comedians, even Kathy Griffin, who I probably agree with on nothing, saying, "You don't think that's going to maybe embolden people to kind of jump on stage if you're, you know, working a, you're at the comedy club and the com- the comedian like heckles your wife or or does something and, I mean." it's almost like a sacred thing. You don't attack the talent. Yeah. No, look, you don't have to agree with her on everything
0: to you know. I, I saw that tweet uh, yeah. because somebody that I know liked it or retweeted it. I, I yeah, we can, we can agree with her on a point, And I think yeah. she was right about that for sure. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those cultural moments where there are so many layers and so many things to talk about. And it's so interesting, honestly, from, a dozen different angles, show business, uh, marriage, relationships, the law of uh, violence in our culture, I, I, you know, the arts, uh, you know, comedians under attack. It's, it's a perfect storm. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And the fact that he went on and won the award, which he was favored to win and yeah. deserved, by the way, he was excellent in King Richard. And then he referenced it and apologize to everyone on the planet earth, except for Chris Rock, except for Chris Rock.
0: Yeah. And specifically. And, yeah. And I think that if he had apologized to Chris Rock, it wouldn't have made it better, but it would have shown that like, cause he's just like worried about not getting invited to the Oscars again and uh i don't think he has to worry about that you know
1: yeah yeah and and
0: i i think that uh wait somebody sorry had this comment uh yeah gideon 0297 will was just wrong to lose it strong men need uh keep their emotions in check it shows he needs emotional help yeah i mean i think i think that just there you know he talked about this moment and there's a lot of scrutiny about his private life and uh you know i i think the fact that uh that it was chris rock who i'm gonna assume before last night the two of them run into each other at a party or anything they of course said hi to each other you know what i mean like they're probably not friends but they have to have been friendly with each other you know although i guess when chris rock hosted whatever that was like 10 years ago i think he did make a joke about Mm -hmm. uh how will wasn't nominated for something and and jada said she was what boycotting and he's like Uh well it's, it's
1: Ah, it's like how he
0: was boycotting somebody's panties. He's like, I'm not invited. I can't even remember what the joke was, but oh. something you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, yeah. maybe there's a little history, but uh, yeah. And, and I, I don't know. And then if there, if either of the other parties involved were white and then one of the other is black, whichever, oh. yeah, then it turns into a whole different thing. You know, oh if, 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 it, if it was, you know, and you're just like, uh, you know, so there's the, it's, it's a, it's a one black man hits another black man. Uh, you still have all these problems, but if you brought any kind of racial element. And I don't even, it doesn't even have to be white. You know, if, uh, if Simu Liu got slapped on stage, you know what I mean? It's just, there's be so much more to this. And it'd be,
1: it'd be multiplied by 10.
0: Yeah. That's
1: it. Yeah. No, I, de- I definitely uh, agree. So I, uh, if I may, I, I want to, yeah. I felt like we were watching a man having a breakdown on TV and I, and I thought it was, like he was trying to identify so hard with with Richard Williams and yeah. how he cared for his family and took you know and and nurtured them and protected them and and it was almost like this weird uh, the wall between the character and the person just breaking down and you know I'm not a superstar I don't know what what a Will Smith goes through but I also think he's super rich he's super successful and I'm sure that being in the public eye has its own drawbacks like we saw. But I think he's going to be okay at the end of the day, and I, I don't know. I just felt like he was emotionally frail.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that it, it raises more questions, and uh, I don't, I don't know who anybody sits down with anymore. Uh, I guess it used to always be Oprah. I think at some point, you know, or there maybe he does it with Jada on their show. And honestly, uh, I think if Jada got up and slapped Chris Rock, everybody'd be like, okay, you know, he made fun of her. He made fun of her uh-huh. appearance. Yeah. I think it would. I think that would have been like. OK, yeah, you insulted a woman and she slapped you. And I, I think, you know, where's where's that? And I, I think you might have retweeted it how somebody made, yeah, you definitely retweeted it, that somebody commented and I can't, I, I screenshotted so many tweets to try to remember <laughs> who they were and there's so many, but, but uh, somebody made the point that they were joking about toxic masculinity at the beginning of the show and then this is, of course, the most, you know, the most toxic of masculinity and it's like, well, so which one is it? Which yeah. one's okay, you know? Yeah. And, and uh yeah, I mean, I, just as I was talking, I was thinking, yeah, but what if Jada had slapped Chris Rock? I think he probably have been like, all right, maybe I deserved it, you know? And, and mm-hmm. I think it, you know, maybe Jada doesn't need her husband to get up and
1: and and punch somebody, you know?
0: You um, know, and also
1: these are celebrities yeah, and they have such, use the, the buzzword, privilege in so many ways. Yeah. And, you know, and there are people who have real challenging hardships who don't know where their next meal is coming from, don't know what they can pay off their rent. and And, and so picking on them for someone for their hair seems different than picking on a superstar who's glamorous and beautiful and talented and rich and has a wonderful husband by her side. I just, you can take a joke. It's just a joke. Come on. Yeah. Ben, you know?
0: Yeah. He did. He didn't say that she, you know, doesn't look good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, a, it, it's a, it's a different look. And I didn't know about the alopecia in the moment. I was wondering, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, does, you know, maybe she's going through chemo and we don't know it. And then you hear that it's the alopecia. I'm like, okay, yeah. so there is, there's a little bit more to it, but I think, that yeah, there's a lot of their private life that uh, you know because mm-hmm. they're so super famous and because they're they're so willing to share, we know a lot of things. We know things that Jada has done, and yeah. uh, you know things more recently. You know, so there's a lot of that, uh, and you know there there were plenty of comments that uh, in, in a few minutes. When uh, Christian runs off, uh, my friend Tom Kelly will join us. We'll talk a little bit about that, some of the different reactions. But uh, one that I thought was unique uh, from my pal Don Jameson, uh, whose uh, show on Compound Media I will be on tomorrow... Uh at 7 p.m. Eastern Four Pacific, uh, that Jameson show. Uh he and, and for our audio listeners, I'll have to spell this, uh, hmm. spell this out. But Don said, Cops are dusting Chris Rock's face for Fresh Prince, P-R-I-N-T-S <laughs> of Bel Air. And I was just like, I saw I saw this last night. I'm like, oh, that's perfect, yeah. you know, because a lot of people were focusing on other things, and uh, I haven't seen anybody else, you know, with, with that exact take. That, well, here's uh, that a that quick
1: note I mentioned yesterday on yeah. Twitter. If you, were, or if you were following the Oscars on Twitter, and I was like watching and, and tweeting and stuff, Twitter was about fifty times funnier than anything you saw on that stage last night. Great. <laughs> Definitely. Great. Why is that? Why you know we got three yeah. com- comedians out there who had weeks to prepare for the biggest night of their hosting career, and they couldn't outdo the Jills and Janes on Twitter who were just killing it. Yeah, like Don. Uh,
0: Gideon pops in. It would be very different if Jada did it. And our Lynn B, we love Lin B. Uh, breakdown. It's very sad. Yeah, I, I think that uh, there's a lot, and the idea that during his speech, Will Smith talked about the idea that you know basically God has spoken to him about apparently slapping people, and I'm like, it's. I I don't think you're learning the lessons, uh, and. And I think that uh, my, my understanding seems to be that whatever Denzel said to him during the commercial break, I don't think Will Smith took the right thing away from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, uh, I, you know, and I think for for Denzel to go up to him and, and you know, try to give him some advice after, this was, it would definitely happen after. I, I don't know. There's something to be said about it. Uh, Dominica Saxon, uh, one thing that I know about comedians is that virtually nothing is off the table what can be made fun of. Yeah, and I think... That Will Smith is so famous for so long. You know, I mean, mm. it, it's not. Qu- yeah, it's it's more than no uh, uh, parents just don't understand was like more than 30 years ago. You know, so he's been in the public eye for more of his life than he wasn't. Yeah. And you can get mad about it and you can you definitely find Chris Rock after or you can yell from your seat. Uh, and it reminded me that uh, and some people had this take on Twitter Uh, just imagine if Ricky Gervais uh, had been hosting that show. I mean, that interaction that Ricky Gervais had at the Golden Globes with Mel Gibson was so uncomfortable. Mel Gibson didn't stand up. You know, Mel Gibson Mm -hmm. didn't take a swing at him.
1: The guy with the anger issues stayed in his chair. Yeah, stayed in his
0: chair, but uh, the Fresh Prince uh, did not. Um, Well, uh, Christian, uh, do you have any final thoughts on that? I want to make sure you get all your plugs in before you run off so people can know where they can find
1: your book and more from you you know i think we've covered it all i, yeah. I it made me feel a little sad and I, I, I could say that you know the night at least wasn't boring but i i don't think i wanted it to go in that direction honestly no and it, it still managed to find a way to be boring before you know <laughs> it, like it, it, it was, recircled back but to boring but it wasn't boring
0: Like throughout, you know what I mean? This as, as Oscar shows go, I mean, the bar is so low. Like if we were to go back to the first year, we talked about the Oscar telecast being boring. Uh It probably, it probably was better than this, (laughs) you know, that year. (laughs) It probably wasn't so bad. Uh, Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I, I look forward to checking out a few of these movies and uh, I, you know, I, I always wish I have time to do it before the Oscars, but uh, Mm -hmm. this, this was not one of those years. Uh, Well, Christian, where can people find you? And uh, and uh, make sure you tell them uh, about your book, uh, Virtue Bombs, which uh, Christian talked to me
1: about on this show just a few weeks ago. Yeah. Actually, uh, Don Jameson is in that book as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Website, That's right. My website is HollywoodIntoto.com. It's updated daily. Uh, my podcast is Right on Hollywood. That's weekly. And then I'm on The Daily Wire, Newsbusters, JustTheNews.com, other places as well. And the book is Virtue Bombs. So check it out if you can. It's all about what we just watched this week. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know exactly. It's uh, it's absolutely, and
0: uh, I I enjoyed the book. I I give it my endorsement. So if you're watching this show, you thank clearly you. care something about what I think. So make sure you check out uh, Christian's book. Uh, thank you, uh, Christian, and uh, hopefully we talk again before the next Oscars. Yeah, uh, wait uh, too it, long. It's always great to uh, chat with you, and uh, I will talk to you again soon. Uh, Christian Toto, everybody, and uh, joining me momentarily. Will be my pal, uh, comedian Thomas J. Kelly, Tom Kelly of the Tom Kelly Show. Someone who I learned recently on your podcast, Tom, you once gave advice to one of the Oscar hosts, didn't
2: you? Oh my gosh. Yes. I told Amy Schumer once if she cleaned up her act, she could go someplace. That's how Joe Biz. And that's why Tom, I, that's the uh, qualification that gets me on the black cast.
0: If only
2: she had listened to you,
0: you know, just <laughs> imagine she be, yeah, uh,
2: no, it's funny. Uh, and uh, I was thoroughly enjoying the last few minutes of your last interview. Uh, I, I think if you watched last night's Oscars and you just read the punchline, I thought Amy Schumer was the one who should have gotten hit <laughs> uh, okay. by Jesse Plemons or
0: Kirsten Dunst. Uh, actually, I was even going to say by Will Smith. I felt she made a joke about the marriage falling apart. Well, no, that was uh, that was Regina King. I think you're talking about when Regina was calling the COVID for the COVID testing. Okay, that that, That's one okay, of the moments. But, fine. Yeah. Yeah,
2: to your point, now two hosts who should have been hit before right. Chris Rock, because uh, I thought the Chris Rock line was a backhanded compliment. Uh, yeah, because like Amy, jane
0: is like badass and look, that was a that was a good look for to me you know it
2: was a tag to another it was a three second tag i don't even know if it was in the script yeah. uh but i but i'll say this that when you make fun of a man's marriage and you allude to them having relations with other people that makes me insecure when i'm out in public with my partner
0: yeah. well uh, uh, know, that as me- i was talking That's- about earlier with christian toto the you know Jada has invited us into their personal lives. She does that show on Meta. I don't watch it, but I hear about the, you know, the, the rapper that she was running around with, not Tupac, who she dated before Will Smith. This was more recent. And, you know, he has a song about it, the other rapper, you know? So it's like, okay, you have to understand you're that level of famous. And if your private life were private and people brought it up, Uh, I, I said uh, this earlier that uh, Will Smith being angry it might be a little bit disingenuous because he was laughing at first, but then he saw Jada was upset. So he, he, he ha- has every right to yell or say something. He could have even gotten up on stage and gotten in Chris Rock's face. But when you, ter- it ter- when it turns into violence and yes, it was just a slap, he didn't cold cock him. You know, he didn't use his Muhammad Ali moves, but you got up on the stage and you, uh, you struck a performer, which as I was saying earlier, That's the one room where you feel like everybody should kind of know you don't do that. You know, you can, you can yell to him. I'm going to find you backstage and we're going to talk about that. There's a lot of other ways to handle it. Uh, And uh, what are your, what are your thoughts? The slab heard around the world, Tom, you,
2: you just used a great line. Uh, You just used a line. uh, People in that room should know better. And, we always talk about the Hollywood elite, and I actually believe in the idea of the Hollywood elite. I believe everybody in that room should be aspiring to and pretending that they are better than you and I. Yeah. Uh, that said, that room full of phonies, everybody there, we vilified Kanye for 10 years for taking a microphone away from Taylor, uh, Taylor Swift, Yeah. Uh, Will Smith— slapped a man in full view of 100 people. We gave him the best actor award 10 minutes later and a standing ovation like none of that happened. That was a room full of people all auditioning for Wild Wild West (laughs) 2.
0: Wiki Wiki Wild West, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the standing ovation was surprising. I think a lot of people in that room, they were like, yeah, we've had comedians make comments about us and we're glad that somebody did this. But uh, yeah, I think it was very hypocritical. I was saying to Christian, I was shocked that Will Smith was still there. I don't care how famous he is. You know, you would have sent the message that you can't do that. I don't care how famous you are. There were You know, I'm sure he came with his bodyguard team, but there had to be enough security at the Oscars that they could have carried him out by by his uh, by his little DJ Jazzy Jeff.
2: Well, uh, let's pause for a second. Did you? I missed the beginning of your podcast. Did you explore the possibility that this was faked?
0: Yeah, we talked about it, and uh, we think that it would. uh, Chris Rock would have had a much better. He would have had a line. I think that when he got slapped, he would have said something about. Uh, I think my my thinking in the moment was like, oh that that feels like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air syndication money, you know something. To joke is is gonna, you know. I feel like there what you know he he seemed legitimately shocked. I think there was too much swearing for it to be staged. Yeah, you could have had one or two. Um, I think that uh, Christian Toto had this point that I th- you know uh, uh, Will Smith might have stood up. Intending to punch him and then realize, like, I can't really do that, that's going to be a real problem. So he slapped him and then he made his point. Um, what do you think though? I mean, uh, oh, here, right I, here in the chat, uh, uh, I know that uh, our mutual pal, uh, Jacob Downey is convinced. I, I think that, uh, he one, I don't think anybody involved in that production could uh, have pulled off anything as successful as that. Just So, from watching so, the so, of
2: the show. so here's the funny thing, uh, I can take both sides of the is it faked argument. And there's a woman I'm trying to sleep with, Kristen Madoff. Uh, She uh, posted uh, the conspiracy that it's faked. I genuinely don't think anybody in their right mind would fake it. I don't think. uh, And listen, Chris Rock is a comic uh, that did a lot of things I wanted to do. I don't want to get into, you know, I grew up in an ethnically mixed high school. Uh, I loved how Chris Rock talked about uh things my black friends were talking about in a way that didn't make me feel bad for being a white guy if that makes sense yeah uh, no
0: and, and if if it had happened i would have watched your sitcom everybody hates tom i would have yeah. been right there with you yeah he
2: he no he was a truth teller now i also love the will smith brand which is nice guy humor we all love each other let's go get jiggy with it blah, 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 blah. <laughs> sure okay and i think in an oscars year where they're celebrating black excellence. And I'm on board for celebrating black excellence, and I'm on board for admitting maybe uh, we haven't done enough of that over the years, blah, blah, blah. You're telling me the first year we may have the formula right. Suddenly, we have one black man slapping another, uh, two legends slapping each other. That's the part that makes me feel no. Um, But I've watched it in slow motion. I have watched it uh, many different times and to that point uh listen you watch the slow motion chris his hands were behind his back i just noticed that on the last replay about 15 right. minutes ago um it was you know he sure looked shocked after the hit but there was a second where i'm like jeez is this some sort of a joke i don't know and to your point after watching the unbleeped version i say it's not yeah um, uh
0: And by the way, this is attributed to not me, not Thomas J. Kelly. Uh, This is from Michael Che from Saturday Night Live. But I thought it was a a very funny point. Our visual audience can see. Michael Che uses hashtag Oscars to black. That is Michael Che. Take it up with Michael Che. Michael Che, who routinely deletes everything that he posts. He has two posts on Instagram currently. Uh, so, uh, so that was
2: up off the screen. I'll come it, back on camera. It's gone
0: now. Don't okay. worry about it. And, and again, that was uh, Michael Che. Michael again, Che. Again, Michael
2: said Che, that, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, yeah. seem to be leaving Saturday night live. Michael Che. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think, uh, that, uh, if it, it's, it's a complicated moment and if there is any different racial composition, it becomes even more complicated. You know, if if one participant was white or I said before, if somebody slapped Simulu, you know, the Chinese Canadian actor, you know, uh we that would also, you know what I mean? So there there's a lot to it that uh but I I I just I, mean, I didn't feel like
2: man on woman, because what would have happened yeah. if it were a man making fun of a woman or you know, like uh, you know, well, so let's go with I, it's real. We have to go with it's yeah. real. I get for, for,
0: well. I mean for our conversation, we can say if if you're convinced that it was not real, uh that's fine. I mean, we can it, it oh, we're talking about it in the same way, really, because a lot of it is about the reaction to it, you know. No,
2: I, I questioned it and and I believe it's real. And even if it is faked, it's still wrong, is my feeling. Yeah. Even yeah. if we're all falling for something really stupid, this is wrong. Yeah. And, you know, the, the listen, actors and actresses are supposed to be better than us in a way. You know, listen, if you especially at the Oscars, save that crap for the Golden Globes. We got rid of the Golden Globes because we were too sensitive about Ricky Gervais's on-point jokes about Hollywood hypocrisy. And, you know, listen, if we can't have and and whether it be at the Oscars, at a comedy club on Long Island or in our own families, if we can't stop one person from hitting another person over a sentence, who are we to judge people in Ukraine, the Middle East and every other war torn country be better? Like, you know, it's funny. I used to hate those do better people. Yeah. I, I, I have not I swear I have not said do better, Will Smith. <laughs> like you turned me into a do
0: better Karen. Yeah, look what you did. Yeah. Damn no, it. I, I resent yeah. you for that. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, you know, the the reaction to it being what it is, there are people who feel like, you know, uh standing up for your wife is one thing. And, you know, I said earlier I think we wouldn't be talking about it so much if Jada stood up, went up to the stage and slapped Chris Rock. And it would have been, you know, I feel like Chris Rock probably would have been like, "I probably deserved that." You know what I mean? Like, no, I didn't even think of that as a possibility. Yeah, I was. As we were talking, I thought of that earlier. Wow. Uh, so credit to me. No. Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna have to give you credit for that because that's you're right. That's changing that. That is sort of yeah.
2: a game changing thing. Of if it, I still would have hated Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, yeah. listen, and I still make the joke, and I've been vilified for this is I don't understand how Kim Kardashian or any person on earth would marry or date Kanye again after seeing the act of him ripping a microphone out of a young girl's hand yeah. while giving a speech. And and we could turn Taylor Swift into somebody who's not a cute blonde white girl. It's still he ripped a device from someone's hand to impose his speech upon them. And I think it's all about power, Christian. If we're if if I'm letting go of the uh, punchlines, though, I want to quote a friend of mine, Christy Miller, uh, who said, one, if we analyze the punchline quick, I'll go both ways. I thought it was a backhanded compliment. I thought it was a joke for which I could get into trouble for, you know, the the, it's a backhanded compliment. You look like G.I. Jane. The real safe way out is you don't acknowledge anybody's medical problems, whether they're bald or not. And I'll give Chris Rock one other thing. Um, I learned a long time ago, uh, that from Whoopi Goldberg and Sherry Shepard that you uh, men you just don't talk about black women's hair. Well, guess what? Chris Rock made a movie about that theme.
0: Yeah, he made a movie called uh, I think it's Yeah, called right? Good right Hair. Yeah, Good Hair.
2: Good you know what? Hair, you, yeah. you you don't talk about a black woman's hair, uh, and I learned that from Good Hair and the two prominent black women I've worked with. Uh, you just shut your mouth. Uh, you know, like Sherry Shepard would make jokes about what wig she's wearing. And I would just say, oh my gosh, what? That's that's a wig? Wow. Every time. Like, it's the first yeah. time.
0: <laughs> if, and frankly, even that was too much. Wait a minute. Uh, you are just, you about to try to tell me that Wendy Williams wears a wig? What? What? I didn't know that. Really? <laughs> good, good. Yeah. All right. Good. See, no, so you I, did I, learn. Yeah. And the only
2: real thing I acknowledge from even uh, with the wig thing is I jokingly, I once got very drunk at Sherry Shepard's house and was told not to go home. um, I was not allowed to sleep outside in my car. That's what I wanted to do. Sherry told me to sleep inside. So uh, and the joke became that I slept in her wig room. And it was really a <laughs> closet with
0: wigs. It was, but, I'm sure it was very comfy. Yeah.
2: Was, the was I was in the wig room. But you know, but but listen, one—that's strike one on Chris Rock. Strike two was it was a backhanded compliment. It's something I can do. And listen, had Will Smith just shut his mouth and made a cold face, the internet would be canceling Chris Rock right now. Yeah. All Chris the little Rock- issues, I would be here trying to save Chris Rock's career on the the black cast. Chris-
0: Chris Rock very well could be the one apologizing this morning. Will Smith uh, apologized uh, to everyone except Chris Rock. Uh, Actually,
2: and, and has anybody heard from Chris Rock? I checked no. his Twitter right before the show. All I know for sure is Diddy negotiated a piece and Chris is not pressing charges. Is Chris Rock alive, people? I need somebody to get to him.
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody should uh, should definitely uh, get in touch with him.
2: And by uh, the way, if, if Diddy negotiated this piece so quickly, OK, in, then, in eight minutes before the ceremony was over, Diddy is now out saying uh, everybody's cool. Um, yeah. He should be sending Diddy instead of Dennis Rodman to North Korea. And we should be sending Diddy to take care of Ukraine. Ukraine, send him to the Middle East. You know, that yeah. should be his new thing.
0: Is send, that him
2: him, that? send him to get your parents back together. We should be sending him everywhere.
0: Yeah, and yeah,
2: exactly. Uh, you know. Was that too far? You see, now that's a joke. Where a backhanded joke, where I'm going to wonder if I owe an apology for. Notice how Chris did not, uh, Christian did not punch me. Audience,
0: no, so no, no, no. But you didn't insult my wife, so uh, that that has uh, something <laughs> to. do. Uh, Jason Blair has Rock given a statement on it, confirming he was actually slapped. Uh, Jason is very firmly in the uh, this was a work, this was fake. Uh, it would have uh, there. There's just elements that don't add up. And here's why it Chris doesn't. Rock not having a great comeback, a great line then I would have probably been right there with you. And like, there was no way, like he was just stunned the whole time. And he like had trouble with the teleprompter and he was like, yeah, you know, and it's like, it's good that the nominees are always recorded. He's like, just go to the nominees. What were you going to say? Tom?
2: Two, well, two words, uh, Jason Blair quest love. Uh, uh, oh and, yeah. And what he was the one right after that. Right.
0: Yeah. Quest love. Yeah. That was what Chris was there to present was documentary and quest, yeah. quest love wins. And he's emotional about his award, but it also comes in that moment. So you have two famous Black men having a disagreement, one slaps the other. Quest Love comes to win this award, and he's like, I'll have to talk about it later you know and that ruins that moment for quest love you know i mean and, and, uh, and the children that quest love could have yeah. inspired
2: i mean yeah. look again you and i grew up with a lot of guys who look like us uh doing comedy and uh sure. you know for black guys our age uh i think we're also the first generation of uh guys who grew up with black male role models cosby you know uh yeah. for, you know yeah for so, for a moment
0: that was a that that was a a good role model sure yeah, yeah we
2: had richard we had richard Pryor and eddie uh you know maybe not maybe it didn't mean the same thing but i'll be again chris rock was i love his friggin' pitter patter
0: no, uh, yeah the the way that he he prowls the stage the way he repeats yeah. things like he's got I, it all down yeah i mean i've I, I when i was in college uh he played at vassar which is also in poughkeepsie and uh, they the their biggest venue, uh, I guess, was the chapel. And he was like in the middle of the show. He's like, wait a minute, I'm in a fucking church. You know, he's just like, I shouldn't be talking about this stuff at a church, you know. And uh, yeah, no, he's he's great. Um, so it'll be interesting to see sort of the follow up. I think he will get some good stories about it. Uh, somebody made the comment that uh, if this was Dave Chappelle, uh, he would have then spent three hours talking about other guys that Jade is fucked uh so well uh, you know Chappelle, Chappelle would have camped out on it i think uh and uh i it'll be interesting because it's not like chris rock is going to not talk about it you know so
2: yeah uh, my friend rodney my friend rodney who i used to work with at uh, I, you know what i'm not going to name the show just so i can cover him hot rod 316 you should all be following him for the caucasian he's he's your gateway into black twitter friends there's no nicer way to say it. he's your gateway <laughs> into black instagram and he but he posts like my comedian friends are all trying to get famous and they're slightly afraid of getting canceled black and white so there's a little bit of sandpaper on it Rodney is just giving you straight from the bottom of the internet you know like he has Kanye with Pete Davidson you're next (laughs) (laughs) you know um like that you know I mean uh, I got no you know, keep your you know like the the one that's going around the internet right now. To your point is, and that's one I wanted to find one. Keep your wife's name out of your effing mouth. Keep your wife's mouth out of those.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where you should. Um, I I shared this moments ago, but it's a good way to also uh, plug an appearance I have tomorrow. But uh, Don Jameson, who a lot of people know, uh, it, it, cops are dusting rocks praise for. Face for Fresh Prince, P R I N T S, ah, ah. of Bel Air, which is actually, I think it's my favorite joke of the night, because uh, the Michael Che one, I don't even have an opinion on. Um, yeah, but, boy, uh, what? Michael Che had a joke? I, yeah, I don't even know. But, go. uh, and and I'll be on Don Jameson's show, that Jameson show, tomorrow, Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, Fort Pacific, so you can find that on Compound Media. Um, now that I got that plug out of the way, uh, I know we only have a couple more minutes, Tom, but uh, what what is kind of the takeaway uh from this you know your your podcast is a lot about sort of your personal journey on self-improvement and betterment and being a better person what can you take away from this interaction between two people who are so incredibly more famous than you and i combined multiplied by the power of a thousand
2: so it's funny i'm trying to write a monologue for tomorrow's tom kelly show podcast to talk about this and uh Uh, I've been having trouble finding the words. That's why I was delighted to be here with you to actually bounce ideas with off of. Sure. Uh, I don't think we come away from this as a better society, at least in the short run. Uh, I think the short answer is a lot of my own personal wounds have been opened up. Uh, Chris Rock was brought in to tell jokes and they tell jokes about people in the room. And he did not have the backing of the company he worked for. Uh, If you think about that, just if we treat this like an office situation, he was brought in to talk about people in the office and somebody in the office slapped him in front of everybody else in the office and we all walked away. I have memories and I was talking with my friend, Chris, this feels a lot like Harvey Weinstein. You know, we knew something went wrong and then we all decided to cheer for that person uh, because we're all looking for work for them later. Um, yeah I as a man who has been once or twice victimized by people in power I am and I really can't tell the stories because I still have hope of working again in mainstream media you know I feel bad for Chris Rock and I feel bad for the sheep that went along with this Uh, to my friends who are screaming it was faked I don't think it was and and if it was faked it's they made everybody look crazy because I think at the end of the day, if this was 100% real and not staged, uh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good for either of them. It wasn't good for the branded of the people. It wasn't good for the brand of the Oscars. And are we now encouraging people yeah. to slap comedians when they tell a joke you don't like?
0: Yeah. And there, there's no gain for Will Smith who was still up for best actor at the moment. There's no game for Chris rock. What, what does he need this for? He is about to tour arenas with Kevin Hart. He, he doesn't he doesn't need this moment to you know prop him, prop his career up in any way yeah. the oscars loves the people who are talking about the oscars the next day but i i don't think that they have this in them to come up with this i just don't think that they could pull this off and even though it was as clunky as well, it was here's here's a, here's a
2: rebuttal to that is uh and again, I'm taking both sides of the argument. I have sure. a friend whose line was, well, they keep all 100 winners secret. Why can't they keep that one little secret?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. I know.
2: yeah. Uh, but I'll say one with, the, with Chris Rock, it's not. I think it's interesting that he's quiet right now. I think his brand, you know, he looks weaker in my eyes.
0: Yeah, it's almost like I, I, you know, it, it, he's he's saving his thoughts on this for something, you know. I, I don't, I don't know quite know what's yeah. next for him, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it, it, he's not going to be able to turn out a special this quickly. But, uh, you know, there's gonna we're gonna hear from him at some point. He's not going to not talk about it, you know. Uh, so. do you think the Oscars gets canceled? Because here's the one big thing that I'm disappointed in the
2: whole. I was disap- I actually had the Oscars on mute. By 845 and probably stopped watching by nine and what this happened at nine fifteen Eastern. Uh you
0: know, I was watching it on delay, so I'm not sure. I, I think it was even later than that, but yeah, let's say like, for argument's sake, somewhere in like nine fifteen, nine thirty. Yeah.
2: So my I had I had a problem with the hosts uh first because well all, because
0: obviously one of them should have you know, turned her career around and worked clean, you know. One of them should be on PBS
2: right now. And that was my line for Amy. Sch- oh, and the second part of the Amy Schumer line is if you clean up your act, you'll get something big. Like, I don't know, maybe you could host the View one day. Uh, <laughs> you well, know, oh. that's what it was. And you can make a million a year, and she made 14 Dang. million the next year, America. That said, <laughs> I thought any one of those three women, more so Sykes and Schumer should have hosted the show by themselves.
0: Yeah. And I, that, I, I thought each of them by themselves were at least okay. Uh, I thought that they all had good jokes. I think when the three of them are standing out there, you have to react to other hosts jokes that don't necessarily yeah. land. It's a lot of like, uh-huh. You know, cause it's yeah. like, what are you supposed to do? Like, the and yeah, I think it was fine. It was yeah. fine. It was good it, even,
2: but it, Schumer alone in a monologue. I was yeah. proud of her man. Like is yeah, a long
0: comic. Yeah. I, no, look, it, it worked when you would do it on comic relief when it was Robin, Billy Crystal, and Tom's pal Whoopi. You know the three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> but these th- these three, don't, you know, it's like uh, you know Tina Fey and uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Amy, Poehler. <laughs> Amy Poehler. Thank you. I was almost I knew I was gonna say Amy Schumer. I'm like, this is the wrong Amy. Amy Poehler. The two of them they work together all the time. It's like you get it. These three. It's not like these three worked together. It's not even like they it's just had it done it they didn't do a movie together or anything you know they didn't have any experience together um
2: but but to finish the point is
0: kind of zoned out like i kind of zoned out and i and i do say
2: this oscars if this was faked if if you're gonna have one celebrity punch another i need it in the first 15 minutes because then i went back to twitter i'm trying to find the clip (laughs) of what i missed and then by then i saw the clip and it was all bleeped and i'm like I don't know what I'm going back for. Yeah. I'm gonna just going. Well, to that's
0: why you had to find the the Japanese broadcast or the the Australian <laughs> broadcast because it's a because like I saw that on Twitter like because somehow Twitter didn't ruin this for me because I watched it like I didn't start it until like after nine o'clock Pacific time so I didn't start until like midnight Eastern time so this was hours old and I didn't have anything ruined for me so I actually but there was a lot of fast forwarding. My,
2: uh, my other takeaway is I am going to be subscribing to Japanese ABC.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, I think I think we all should. It's, uh, a,
2: it's a better broadcast. Can I tell you? Can I end on
0: one like pause? Yeah, no, because I know you got to go. So uh, yeah, I'll
2: yeah got pushed back five minutes. So uh, okay, by great. the way, I need Doctor Cheryl so badly, but uh, I got to text her in this. <laughs> so but yeah, but the big ending for me is I knew a woman named Millie who was a censor at um abc and she would get promoted from working at the view on live tv to i think she did the oscars when oh my god the worst thing that could happen is one guy said the f-bomb in the
0: late
2: 90s i'm forgetting what it was it was something like that and she was the one who caught the f-bomb believed it and it's a process where and she would describe it and and it's fun if you're like if you grew up the way christian and i did loving every job in tv it was it's a two-person Operation. One person's in the control room watching the feed, and then they're on a headset to a person in another room, and the other room just has the equivalent of the Staples easy button, a plunger that cuts the audio, and a second plunger that cuts video if something goes horribly wrong. And basically, you have seven seconds, and she'll yell, stop, right, and the person hits the plunger. Um, I just don't know what the hell it was like in that room. Just stop.
0: Like, I mean, just yeah, they had to do it for a while, and then there was uh, some glitch during Will's acceptance speech. I think that uh, w- my understanding is that one of the Williams sisters in the crowd had a uh, wardrobe malfunction, yeah. as we say. Uh, but Tom Kelly is somebody who uh, always keeps his wardrobe intact. No malfunctions. <laughs> Not and for a trying if, on my part, though, if, if if you enjoy the Black Cast and you enjoy our episodes, you'll love the Tom Kelly Show because in the time it takes you to get one episode of the Black Cast, you can get five or six episodes of the Tom <laughs> Kelly Show. And uh, he has uh, some great conversations with some mutual friends and uh, new friends and people like that. So tell people where they can find the Tom so Kelly Show. It's all at
2: TomKellyShow.com. Uh, I see Jacob Lee down on all six of his accounts in here uh, he's the <laughs> biggest supporter uh, tom kelly show on youtube though i am trying to get people onto the old-fashioned podcast feed with no video uh, yeah. that's at TomKellyshow.com and tom kelly show on your favorite apps uh, i don't trust the people who run the oscars and i don't trust big algorithm
0: yeah no exactly and tom's uh tom you're gonna be uh heading west uh sometime soon so we'll- we
2: need the planned dinners
0: yeah, and uh, we will also be planning some podcasts too So people will get to see you again uh, Here on the Blackcast Tom, thanks for uh, popping in here uh, I still haven't seen the most recent episode of Star Trek Picard But we'll have to have you back on that show very soon because Strong
2: opinions, Christian
0: I bet, that, 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 that's the best part of it Well, thank you so much to Tom Kelly tomkellyshow.com. Uh And uh, look, it's a fun conversation When, you, when something like this uh, ends up in the news like that uh, there are uh, a couple of, uh, comments that, uh, I might read on the way out. Uh, uh comedian Mark Norman, uh, said that, uh, the Ukraine is now sending help to the Oscars. This was, uh, in the moment. Uh, and you know, I think that, uh, oh, another, uh, great comedian, Joe List says, I think we're not talking enough about how Will Smith initially laughed at the joke. We did talk about that. Um, And uh, this is my friend, Angelica. I I loved this one. Uh, She's not a comedian, but she's a a wonderful Twitter follow. Angelica said the pursuit of slappiness. And uh, she is not usually somebody that I I look for for the quips. Uh, And uh, you have a lot of people who came out. I love this one from Nikki Glaser, though. Uh, Open relationships seem healthy. Uh, and I know I'm doing this in a very low tech way. I tried to load all these up in the computer, but boy, I was just so slow uh, trying to get those out there. Uh, anyway, there's great ones, but uh, my favorite was really the one that I shared earlier from, uh, from Don Jameson. Uh, that's uh, really it for our Oscars show. Thanks to everybody who stayed in the live chat. And uh, our next show will be uh, next week. Yeah, you'll be able to find uh, our episode a little bit later in the week we'll be doing our annual MLB preview episode uh, myself our pal Salman David Weiss and uh, somebody that I got to know through uh, Tom Kelly essentially uh, David Brody has asked to come talk baseball so uh, that is uh, all the time we have for now but we will see you next time on the black cast
1: when I'm rolling when I stroll the wild wild
2: when i bounce into the Wild, wild West, it's gold. We go, go, the Wild, wild West, Now, nah, we ah, ah, now,
3: nah, 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 nah. Now, once upon a time in the West, Madman lost his damn
2: mind in the West. Loveless, kidnapper die, nothing less. Now I must put, put behind behind to 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 see it behind through the test, then through the shadows, in the saddle, ready for battle. Bring all your poison, it kind of
3: poison.
1: Behind my
2: back, all everything you did, front and center. Now where you look back at kid,
1: who that
3: is? A mean brother, bound for your health. Looking damn good, though. If I can say it myself, told me Loveless is a madman. But I don't fear that he got mad weapons too. Ain't tryna to hear that. Tryna bring down me,
2: the champion. When y'all clowns gonna see that it can't be done. Understand me, son. I'm the slickest they is, I'm the as is. did I say I'm thelickest there is I am they is? i
1: do not want to watch what's on the TV
3: iTunes app put on the BC Podcasts on no talking to me listen and the black cast keep up on comics and movies two phone ring I answer these? I can't talk call back if you please listen and the black cast don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass I'm kissing. Listen to Black Cast. wow <laughs> Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listen to Black Cast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey talking about the things that she say. So distracted, it didn't feed Bay. Listen to Black Cast. wow <laughs> <laughs> Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Black- Black cats to my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listen in to black cats. Cops knock on the door and listen. Black cats on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listen in to black My point is listen to this show don't need me to tell you it's dope rock so hard like Johnny let's go listen in the black cast okay, Oh yeah, that's the black cast It's on the Ghostland TV or whatever Oh, it's not Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV, that's right But that guy Christian, who rocks? All right, several Texas are going to take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. Ooh, wow, wow. And listen to the damn show.